Welcome to Inside Your County Government, our chance to help you become more informed, more engaged, and more educated on all things going on in Charles County Government. This episode is part of our Gift of Information series. We do this series every December because we want you to know that the best gift we think we can give you is how you can be a more engaged resident. It helps us do our job better to support you, and it helps you feel like you really have a voice in your county government. For today's episode of the Gift of Information, we're talking to Chrissy Elkins. She's going to talk to us about boards and commissions and how you can get more involved. So Chrissy, thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. So Chrissy, start by telling us, please, who you are and what you do for county government and how long you've been doing it. Okay. Um, my name's Chrissy Elkins. I'm the assistant clerk to the Charles County Commissioners. I help in assisting the clerk to the commissioners in all the background logistics for our Charles County Commissioners Board meetings, our sessions, and our public hearings. I facilitate, you know, just the ins and outs of the public signing in for hearings and helping with the agendas. But I think the biggest role in my job is boards and commissions. Awesome. And I know that I just said that the best gift we can give our residents is information, but I assume the best gift we can give you is that the commissioners take a little bit of a break for the winter holidays and the new year and you get some time to catch up on life. Absolutely. <laughs> gotcha. So hang in there. You're in the home stretch this month <laughs> and, then, and then you can take a little bit of break. I know your plate is always, always full. It is. So boards and commissions, what are they? So I think a good explanation of boards and commissions would be a good way for the residents of Charles County to stay engaged in government. So the Charles County commissioners have created specific boards and commissions that can help with different topics that they're working on. Um, so just just a good way to get engaged in your community and your government and have a voice and when people apply, and we're going to talk about that application process, mm -hmm. there's a variety of, of things that these boards and commissions cover, yeah? And, yes. and everything from you need to be an expert on something to be on the board to just, we need a resident voice. We need somebody who who's a voter in Charles County. Is that an accurate statement? Yes. Okay. So we have specific requirements for some boards. Um, some boards are governor-appointed boards. And really, boards and commissions is for the residents. So when I say that, I mean the commissioners are involved as far as appointing the members, but the residents are what makes it su successful. And it really is kind of resident run, right? Like yes. you might have support from a staff member, but this is when a board meets, it is a group of just everyday folks sitting down to examine topics and try to make change. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Yes. And some boards have specific requirements like the board of appeals or planning commission that you do a training, but you don't have to be an expert in those areas. If it, it sparks your interest, go online to our boards and commissions page, take the training course, call me if you have questions. Some of our boards have specific requirements as far as if you're a lawyer or mm -hmm. a psychiatrist or a doctor in a certain field, um, but most of our boards are, they're just looking for residents That's of awesome. the county. And a nice mix of kind of getting people together with the subject matter experts and the, and the licensure and the credentials, but also just the people who are living here and working here every day. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. So... I'm going to put you on the spot because there's so many boards and commissions. Okay. Tell us about what some of them are and, and why it would be valuable for a person to want to be a part of them. Um, so for, an ex for example, a couple of the big ones right now are the Charter Board mm -hmm. um, or the Ethics Commission. The Ethics Commission is one that we're looking for members currently. Um, and I think those are areas in the county government that 
really spark people's interest. Um, the charter board is talking about changing our form of government, which a lot of people aren't aware of or knowledgeable about. So attending those meetings, even just as a citizen that isn't on the board, um, is really educational. And the Ethics Commission is involved in a lot of stuff. So mm -hmm. that can get interesting for folks. Um, another one would be... And excuse me, I have my no. I want. I love me. this because I know you. I love getting your emails that are like, "Hey, Doria, these are the places we need people." So <laughs> feel free, read them out. What are What are some of the boards that are looking? Um, so our board of electrical examiners. That's one of my ones that for the last year since I've been working on boards and commissions, we've been looking for a master electrician. That is not me. So that's, that's just not me. <laughs> I mean, I would never apply for that out of all the things that are not interesting to me. I like being yeah. able to just turn on a light switch and it happens. So that's one of our more specific, specific require, yeah. requirement boards. Um, Area Council on Aging, Animal Matters Hearing Board, which a lot of folks tend to be interested in. They mm -hmm. work with the um, animal shelter. So that's a good one that I get a lot of applicants on. Commission for Women. Um we have our Commission for Veterans Affairs, and that's more specific. So, of course, you have to be a veteran right. to be on that board. Um, and we have a good list. So yeah. if anybody's interested, then they should go to our county website, you know, hover over the government tab and find the boards and commissions page. Okay. And my contact information is listed on the clerk's page as well as Carol DeSoto's. So either one of us are great people to reach out to yeah. with questions. And I know you've been here. Are you coming up on a year? I just hit my one year mark. Happy in anniversary. Thank you. So Chrissy, you're, you've been kind of doing some revamping of how you apply. And so if people go through and they've got feedback on what worked, what didn't work or questions, mm -hmm. one of the things that I really appreciate about you is that you're so good about saying like, thanks, I didn't know that or bring yeah. that to my attention. So I would encourage people She's she's not lying. If you reach out, she'll get back in touch with you. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that I have a whole list of folks that I talk to on a weekly basis. Mm. Residents that are, they give helpful information. Right. Um, it's just really me and Carol in the office that facilitate boards and commissions. And it's a lot of background yeah. work. So any feedback that the residents can give us about the application process, more information they'd like to see on the website, it's helpful for me. So if somebody is going through today's episode and they are either a master electrician or they know a master electrician or they heard one of the other boards, I just think it would be really cool if, if we got you a master electrician from this episode. But yes. we'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. um, if they were listening and they thought, you know, this is something, this is a way that I really want to get involved in Charles County and whether it's animals or electricity or, you know, aging, this is something that matters to me and I want to have a voice. Mm -hmm. They go on the website and they apply. Yeah. Yes. And the applications online, like it's all just typed in. Yes. So we have Excellent. an online application. Okay. It comes directly to my inbox okay. and Carol DeSoto's inbox. And so sometimes folks, I think they apply and they're like, I'm going to apply and I'm going to hear right back. Uh, okay. Um, how it works is I get applications in, I compile those applications into a summary, which I present to the board of County commissioners they discuss in closed session, and they appoint an open session. Um, so there, it's a process, and I, I don't like for people to get discouraged, like I applied for a board, but they appointed these members and I wasn't selected. Mm. They should still stay engaged with the status of that because okay. people will 
um, leave their positions. And we often have unexpired terms that'll come open or people will resign for, you know, numerous reasons. And what I do is I look back a year, you know, a year behind. Okay. And I keep those applications. So if I have new positions come open on a board, just because you applied and you didn't get appointed doesn't mean that I won't call you back when a position comes back open. You keep on that the board. applications open yeah. for it. Okay. I keep them open. I reach out to folks when they don't get appointed and let them know what other options, what other boards that they might get, be a good fit for. Okay. So that makes sense. So it sounds like there really is. Um, there really isn't a black and white answer of how long this process could take. If there's an opening on a certain board or commission, because you said they have some of them have terms, yeah? So you know that if you're yes. appointed, it's going to last for... Two to four years, okay. depending on the board. Okay. So we know that, you know, it could be two to four years, something opens up. It could be sooner if somebody resigns. Yeah. And then your application is just kind of open for a year. And if there's a better fit, it comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, can people apply for more than one Absolutely. board or commission? Okay. So yes. when they do the application, if they want mm-hmm. something else, just... Check boxes, or so they they'd have to apply separately for each board. Okay, and um, keep in mind that most most of the time residents can only sit on one board unless okay. you have a specific credential. As far as like, if you're a psychiatrist and we have a board that specifically needs a psychiatrist, but you sit on another board, maybe a case That's where they so have specific. you sit on both right. boards. Yeah, but most of the time, generally, they appoint you to one board. Okay. And the what's kind of the commitment if you're on a board or does it vary based it off of? Okay. It varies. Some boards meet twice a year. Some boards meet every month. Some boards meet a couple times a month. And it really just depends on the topics that they're focused on, okay. what their goals and object, objectives are. And you would know that when you applied, right? Like yes. I could look and say that if I want to apply for this board, I know it looks like a commitment like this. If the meetings are at a certain time, I can tell that in advance. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. I can kind of judge my time based off of what the board needs. Yeah. And if that, if their website, if that board's website isn't updated, let me know. Okay. Because those are things I'm working on. I'm okay. trying to make it more transparent so that you can go onto the website and mm. you can see each board's meeting times, but some of these boards haven't been as active as others with COVID. Right. So I'm just getting those back up and running, like our commission for individuals with disabilities. Mm-hmm. They just started back up. We're getting ready to have our second meeting. So, you know, boards like that, you may look on the page and they may not have a set meeting time. But just check in with you and you can give that information. Absolutely. And then um, I'm laughing. We So we are calling this the gift of information because we want to give this gift of like, we want you to be more engaged. Did you know about boards and commissions? Uh, am I correct that another great component of this gift is that some of these boards and commissions are paid? Yes? Yes. So we have a handful of stipend boards. Um we have a little over 40 boards, and our stipend boards tend to be our ones that fill up the fastest. I would imagine. That makes sense, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that is the case. Um, the others are all volunteer. Okay. But just as valuable, I think that residents should always keep in mind that they can make a difference. Yeah. Like you can, your voice does make a difference in the community and, and engaging in these boards. And I, I feel like it's a, it's such a win-win because we as Charles County government needs those boards and commissions to 
to do a lot of the work and and keep government real. Absolutely. But also if you're on the border commission, I assume that there's this big feeling of like, I'm a part of something, I can network, I'm learning as I go. You're on the forefront of getting information of what the commissioners and what the staff are working on. Is that an accurate statement that it really is kind of a win-win? Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. So if you could impart final wisdom for our, for people tuning in today, what do you want them to know? And go through your notes, please. I know you were like, I don't want to forget anything. So anything you want to touch on, I this know, is your I chance. I feel like, I think I, my, my biggest thing would just be, I'm always encouraging residents to stay engaged. Call me, okay. ask me questions, email me. If you feel like you've submitted your application, but it didn't give a full picture of who you are yeah. or what you can offer, send me your resume. And that's something that we're working on is mm. broadening the options where you can explain more about yourself. Because right now there's a character max ah, on our application. So if, it, if the question is something about why are you a good fit for this board, mm -hmm. I can only tell you so much. But right. if I could attach my resume, you'd see that I had experience in all of these areas. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And there's never too many questions. Call me. Like, okay. just call me and talk to me. And if you want to stop by the commissioner's office and have a conversation, I'm always open to you know, engaging with the citizens. Oh, that's, you know how much I appreciate that. And I love it that when people reach out to me, I know that if I, if I pass them on to you, I know they're going to get a response and that matters so much to me. So well, thank you. Thank you, Chrissy. All right. So I'm hoping, I think it would be amazing for me if I heard that after this episode, you got tons of calls and, and people so, were too. like, Oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And if it's the master electrician, I want total credit for that. Oh, that I would want, be a huge bonus. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want all the credit for finding an electrician. <laughs> Chrissy Elkins, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning in. We hope that this episode, along with our others, gives you lots of good information on how you can continue to be engaged and have a real active voice in Charles County government. We can't do it without your voice, and really, we don't want to do it without your voice. Take care, stay safe, stay engaged. For more information on Charles County government, visit our website, www.charlescountymd.gov. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter and subscribe to the county's e-news. Also, don't forget to sign up for our text and email alerts through the Citizen Notification System. You can watch CCG TV on Comcast Channel 95 or Verizon Fios 10, and we're streaming on Apple TV and Roku devices. Just search Charles County Government. You can also subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts by searching Charles County Government. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel 